Today is an exciting day for Rugby League, an historic day for Rugby League. Um, early this morning, the Commission approved the expansion to 17 teams in the NRL Tulsa Premiership and the addition of the Dolphins as the 17th club in the NRL franchises. This is extremely exciting for us because coming out of the last two years, we always said at the start, um, and when I started as CEO, and Peter has echoed this many times as our chairman, this was about stabilising, renovating, and then growing. And we're very pleased that now we can look to the future. We're in a great position to think about growth, not only of the NRL competition with the addition of the 17th franchise, but also think about the growth of the NRLW competition and, importantly, participation and pathways. Those are critical to the long-term success of Rugby League. Kia ora guys, welcome to another episode of What The Whakaroa. Today, you're with me, Raz, and this is a special edition of What The Whakaroa, because today, I'll be talking by myself, but talking to you guys about the NRL expansion to 17 teams. It's been a hot topic lately, uh, especially if you live here in Australia, Queensland, Um, The Brisbane region, man, uh, probably even in New Zealand, they probably uh, heard about it. But finally, we have 17 teams that will be competing in the NRL in the year 2023. Now, how I'm going to uh, do this is that I'm going to be talking to you guys, the audience that are listening. And what do I think about it? That's that's the first one I'm going to... Uh, talk about so what do I think about the expansion of 17 teams being in the NRL Um, number two will be congratulations to the congratulating the Dolphins Uh, number three who should the Dolphins marquee signings be number four can the Dolphins make some noise in the NRL and number five lucky last will be can more teams be added to the NRL and where should the 18th team come from now let's get right into it eh so what do i think about the expansion of 17 teams well i think it's a great thing because the more teams there is the better it is for the competition uh nrl has been looking at it for a while now and finally we got one uh at least a team from somewhere uh even though it's a team from queensland but uh it it's big enough uh in my opinion it's big enough to have four teams Queensland's a large territory or large, sorry, a large state. So to have the 17th team from uh, the Moreton Bay Sunshine Coast region, that's that's what it is. Those are the regions that they uh, uh, that are combining together. And, um, and the name of the 17th team is called the Dolphins. Um, originally, if you followed rugby league at all, Uh, It was a second division side, and the name was called Redcliffe Dolphins. So they played the Intra Super Cup in the uh, Queensland region. Uh, But finally, with uh, prior planning and preparation, the Dolphins finally got the OK, the green light, to finally have an NRL team. Uh, They have a uh, a phenomenal stadium, even though it's a... it would be more of a, a spiritual home for the Dolphins um, because most games will be played at Suncorp, 
where it should be, uh, especially if the Dolphins' uh, support base is bigger than what I presume that it would be big, uh, a big fan base, uh, especially since oh, I think the Broncos are going to fill it the most, especially uh, teams jump or people jumping onto uh, the Dolphins' um, membership. Uh, so, yeah. No, I just think it's excellent, to be honest. Like, uh, finally, it's a good thing. It's a good thing for rugby league in general. Um, it can work. So it looks like it, it will be uh, buys from now on. Teams will have a buy uh, at least once a week, which is good. Uh, gives a gives a rest. And most likely during the origin period, you <laughs> like, I don't know how they're going to work that out, but with a team having a buy every week, um, yeah, it should be, uh, should be very interesting on how they uh, proceed with that as well. Now, uh, talking about the Dolphins, I've got to congratulate them. It was, uh, like I said before, uh, years of planning, years of planning, and then uh, to finally land it. Um, financially, the, they can sustain it, so which is good. Uh, their fan base in, just in the second division alone was uh, huge, and that was only in, in one town or one like a one suburb. Sorry, so that's only in the Redcliffe suburb. Uh, so, but uh, but now they have a whole region and supporting it. Uh, that's why it's good that they took out Redcliffe because uh, if you don't if you don't really know the history of of the rugby league, then you would understand this. Just understand this is that Redcliffe is one of the most hated teams. In, in the Brisbane region, for sure. Like Brisbane suburbs, other teams, they they want to beat them every time they play. So it's good that they got rid of the name. They're only calling it the Dolphins, but it'll be interesting what name that they're going to come up with. I hope they do, because even though the Dolphins, yeah, sounds sounds great and all, but to me, it's got to be kind of like the Brisbane Broncos or, you know, the North Queensland Cowboys, you know, that have that established name where the first name, like the Gold Coast Titans and that. So uh, even though probably the only other team that I can think of is the Warriors. Like, really, they don't really have... They're called the New Zealand Warriors, but I know them as the Auckland Warriors anyway. But, yeah, hopefully they, they pretty much uh, put a put a name to, towards the front there uh, to bring everyone in even, even more. Uh, I don't know what they're going to call it, but hopefully they do. Uh, let's move on to number three. Like Question three, who should be the Dolphins' marquee signings? Now, I've been talking to a lot of people, and it's been very, very interesting on people's input. But I truly believe that the Dolphins should be after two key people one of them is that i've been hearing cameron's munster's name come up from a lot of people but if they're going to get cameron munster uh they also i believe should be after brandon smith as well the cheese first of all cameron munster will be a great signing for them uh obviously he plays in the halves and uh that would be a great start but alongside him to have the cheese there brandon smith will be even better. You know, the Cameron Munster signing will be great, but to make that great to excellent is signing Brandon Smith. Because if you have at least two established 
spine and that team, you can build around them easily, easily. So those two, in my opinion, should be the key signings for the Dolphins. Because I, I truly believe if you had those two key signings, you can build around them and the Dolphins will be a threat. Um, also, the cheese is, is loved by everyone. He's, he's a lovable guy. Great in front of the media. Great in front of the media. So to have uh, somebody kind of like that in your in your dressing room, uh, somebody that that's just loved by everyone, uh, he's, a, he's a rock star. He's a rock star. And Brandon Smith being part of that would just lift the profile of the Dolphins itself. So hopefully, maybe they can work something out and get both signings. And that would not only mean that the Storm will lose two of their spine, it would rip Storm's heart out to have those two. And then the competition would get back to where it used to be, where at least it's going to be competitive from now on. Uh, so in my opinion, that's the two key signings that they should go after. But um, I just want to hear from you guys, uh, like who the marquee signings should be. Uh, I heard that Katoni Stags in that, but where are you going to play them? Uh, to me, he's a center, so you wouldn't play you wouldn't play him in halves if you get Cameron Munster. So, yeah, and 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 probably they probably need a uh, at least a one go forward uh, uh, in the front row. So they probably need a key signing in the front row as well. Uh, but anyway. Uh, Going straight to my next topic, and then talking about the marquee signings, can the Dolphins make some noise in the NRL? Well, if you get those two players, of course you can. They will be hitting their prime by then as well. And if you get both players, uh, those two players I mentioned, Brandon Smith and Cameron Munster together, of course they can make some noise. Preferably top eight noise that's that's how much i believe if you get those key signings um, but it's really up to the management side of things for the dolphins and who that who they sign um, until that happens i don't I, I can't really tell you i don't know um, but it's got to be to make some noise you're gonna you need key signings um so yeah well i think the world will find out if they can and it's all up to the roster really but like I said, you need marquee players. You need test players, as they were saying, test. But I'm hoping that the management are not just thinking about the kangaroo test team because that, that would be idiotic to just go be one-minded into that because at the moment, the Kiwis are the number one side in, in, in the world. And then not considering England players as well, maybe you could get a John Bateman back. He would love the Queensland, uh, Queensland uh, state side. You know the sunshine and and whatnot. He would be a big signing if you get John Bateman away from the Super League back into the NRL. Wow! Imagine that Cameron Munster, Brandon Smith, and a John Bateman. That's your three key signings right there, Dolphins. So yeah, it really depends on their roster. Can they, can the Dolphins make some noise? Well, it really depends on their rosters, and then we'll we will definitely find out in 2022. So yeah, we will just have to wait and see them. Um, now moving on now this is a big one for me because can more teams be added to the NRL itself and where should the 18th team come from well in my opinion uh, it's pretty difficult here in Australia to like establish another NRL side when AFL is the, the biggest sport here um, yes you could 
possibly think about Western Australia or South Australia, but in my opinion, I don't think that's the way to go because AFL is just vastly strong, way too strong. Um, so I believe that the 18th team should be coming from New Zealand. And reason why is because New, like rugby league is growing in New Zealand. And if you had an 18th team, especially in the South Island, and the combining with Wellington itself, but if you had a New Zealand side, a second New Zealand team, a lot of people would jump ship. A lot of people. A lot of people will, would jump ship, especially if they're from the South Island, especially if they're from Canterbury, Otago, um, you know, uh, the West Coast, and then Wellington itself. If you had that, all of them combining as one, and I, man, like especially if you had in Christchurch, the Canterburyans, the one-eyed Canterburyans, but if you put a, rugby league is starting to get strong, stronger and stronger in, in the South Island itself, but you need a team, you need a team there, and then it will believe, like all the, what's that, grassroots footy kids and everything, you know, at least I've got a pathway to get to a team which represents them. Uh, obviously, the Warriors will have to change their name from New Zealand and back into at least the Auckland Warriors or just call themselves the Warriors. I heard they call themselves the Vodafone Warriors sometimes as well. But yeah, from New Zealand back to the Auckland Warriors. So then after that, we have that opportunity to have another team in in that, that South region. But it has to be a combination of Wellington and also... Uh, the South Island itself, so West Coast, Canterbury, and Otago. Uh, you have that combination, you could easily create another team, but not only that, you'll create a buzz around New Zealand itself, especially in that those regions. Where should they be based? Like I said, personally, I reckon they should be based in Christchurch, just a, a little further away, but I could see why they will have it in Wellington as well. Um, and it will be the same structure that would need an 18th or they will need marquee signings as well to get people on board but also like not just New Zealanders Australians as well and, and Australian uh, marquee signing imagine that that would be even better uh, but yeah I I truly believe it should come the 18th team should come from New Zealand and if you can do that, then you'll create a bigger buzz than what it is as well. I, I truly believe people will get on board, but it's really how you market it. Uh, I know that rugby union is very strong in New Zealand, but hey, to have a rugby league team, why not support both rugby union and rugby league? Especially if you've got one that's in the professional competition where it's a first division like the NRL, that, trust me, things will change. If you had... A division, if you had a team that's in the NRL, it would change dramatically, I truly believe. So we would have to definitely, like surely the NRL is considering it. Surely. They have to. They have to, especially to grow the sport. I know that they're looking at the Pacific Islands, but that's only, that's only a, like, can they maintain it? Can they, do they have the financial backing of it? Can they, like, that's, that's, that's all I worry about. Like, at least in New Zealand, like, you know, you you got a home base. People love living in New Zealand as well. 
especially uh, people from Australia or signings, if you get Australian people to live there, you can easily pick up uh, great signings, you know. I know a lot of people don't like lateral, but imagine picking up a lateral as one of your marquee signings to uh, to to pretty much be the head of uh, of that New Zealand side. Now that would be that would be wonderful. Obviously, you need a New Zealander as well, but man, I'm telling you, people will come, especially if you get a Tom Jabojevic. Not saying that they were about to get a marquee signing like that, but imagine that people, man, he will put bums on seats. No, for sure. If, especially if you get Tommy Turbo, um, but it's any of those type of uh, Nathan Cleary. Yeah, because you you know the Panthers and that they can't hold every player for every year, you know. So eventually someone has to leave. But imagine that it's got to be in that echelon. It's got to be that big big of a signing, and then you get people buzzing easily. I'm passionate about it because I really I really want a another team and then when that 18th team comes maybe a conference cut the division into nine teams each and then have a conference have a bye each week but then at least uh i don't know i don't know how you can work it out but that would be exciting if you had a, a conference and and then pretty much a, f- a final series between the conference itself and then you get into get into the uh battle of Kind of like a Super Bowl. How man, I'll be. Well, I watch rugby league anyway, but I'd be definitely watching it. Why wouldn't you? That would be exciting as. Because then after that, you would never know who would win. Like yeah, uh, I think the debate is that Sydney clubs will join as one, and uh, the others will all join as one. Um, but that's that's fine. That's fine. Because uh, at least you will have the Melbourne Storm system in, in one side, you will have the Sydney lot battling it out. It would be exciting. You could, obviously, you do a kind of like a, a format where you verse each team, but you verse a couple of, in one conference, they verse the team twice or whatnot. Yeah, something like that. That, that would be exciting. A rivalry match between the two New Zealand sides. Like that would that would definitely be a rivalry match. Uh, yeah, there's so many outcomes. There's so many things that you could, you could do. Like it's, it's, it's an exciting time, because you know that with Peter Valandes approving, while well, the Australian uh, was that rugby league uh, uh, approving a seventeenth side, I believe that it's possible to have an eighteenth side, and then from then on you could possibly start a conference why not yeah people will say that oh man you know but the point system you know we did better than that but man you got to beat beat your side beat the other team to make it you know so then after you have won the uh, Sydney uh, final series you have the other side final series I don't know what you'll call it but yeah it'll be just awesome I, well, I would. Oh, I think it's awesome. Because then after the best of both conference will move on, verse each other in the grand final. That would be even better. Because then after that, you can also spread out the talent. Obviously, people would need to spread out the talent as well. But then after that, you've got an opportunity to finally have a draft as well for the NRL. 
You know, you could possibly have a draft. So if your team's lacking in people, you know, if you're the bottom team, you know, you you get first choice or whatnot. You know, you get in, you be in the lottery, you could have first choice or whatnot. So, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm spilling out a lot of things, but, you know, the possibility is fast. Like, it's it's exciting because I, I just know that after having 17 teams in the NRL now, by 2023, possibly another team could arrive in 18 teams. Yeah, I just, uh, it's exciting. Um, so, oh, what do you guys think? I think that's the big question. We have a, a lot of social media platforms that you can pretty much tell us your thoughts about it. Tell us, do you reckon, at 18th side, where should it be? Who who the marquee signings of the Dolphins should be? You know? Man, what do you think about 17 teams being in the NRL? Yeah, just tell me your thoughts. Get back to me, Raz, Pat, Hoons. Or on uh, what the fuck are uh, social media, uh, social networks, uh, social media's uh, pages, like your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, we're all on it. So yeah, but uh, well, look like uh, it's time for me to start heading off and and uh, get off this podcast. Uh, you're probably sick of my voice by now, but hey. I had to put my thoughts out there. Had to put something out there at least, especially talking about talking about the Dolphins being in the competition by 2023. So exciting times, exciting things for rugby league. I just hope that uh, yeah they keep expanding at least by one more team at least, and then uh, and then we'll, we should uh, see what happens from then on. So anyway, like I said. Like our pages on all the social media platform uh, and listen to the next episode of The Wrestling Part 2 with Hoons and Pat. That should be exciting. I may make an appearance, a special guest appearance, but that should be an exciting one. So guys, like I say before, this is What The Fuck Arungo Podcast and it's me Raz signing off. Yeah. Today's a very momentous day in the Dolphins story, Uh, certainly right up there with our greatest days and probably may turn out to be our greatest day, along with when we were formed in 1947, our entry into the BRL in 1960, our first ever premiership uh, with Arthur Beats and John Treby, Henry Henry Holloway and the likes uh, in 1965. And our next premiership 30 years later in 1994, and uh, here we are today. And uh, we're super excited and uh, very thankful for all the work that our forebears have done in making the Dolphins what they are. And uh, we intend to uh, do our very best, and we do have lofty ambitions, and we won't rest until those ambitions are are met. And... uh, with that, I'll say uh, thank you, everyone, for coming. Just